Hey. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it has. What's up? Oh, you know. Why has it been so long? I guess we've both just been going through transitions again. So I moved cities and then you have been like starting your year, starting yeah. a semester with students are college students. Back. Yeah. So we've both been very busy and it's been hard to find a time to sit down and talk about things. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So sorry, everyone. Haha. <laughs> I'm sure you were very like torn up, missing <laughs> us. You're probably really thirsty for the water fountain. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's good to good to good to do this again. So, um, so it's been like three weeks, maybe, maybe a month. Has it been a month? No, I don't know. Okay, since the last time that we did this, Liz, what has brought you joy? And usually we just say it like this week, but I feel like we can open it up to a longer, the whole time. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess like just, I mean, my whole like transition has really brought me ups and downs, but like that's what joy is. It's like, it's just like, it's both. It's like the good amidst like the trials, I think. Yeah. Joy is just like this, yeah. This shout of goodness. Um, yeah, so I moving cities has been really a joy and I think it's been really difficult, but definitely like what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so that is so good. Like that's a joy of like, oh I'm in I feel like I'm in the right place and I haven't felt that in a long time. So Whoa. that feels good. Yeah. Um, a lot to figure out in this place. I will say that, but I'm here and yeah, we'll see like what develops and whatnot. So that's a joy. Um, I'm working, um, at a school with two year olds. And so like my days are like just completely filled with joy. Like nobody knows joy, like, like little kids, like, especially like that young, they're just like, so like, that, that is literally the word I would use to describe them. It's just like so joyful and they're so sweet. And it's just like, it was my first week. So just seeing them warm up through the week has brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What oh. about you, Lauren? What has brought you joy since um, last time we met? Yeah. Um, I've kind of forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think kind of like similarly like in the transition of having students come back to campus there's been a lot of joy just within like having people around (laughs) and seeing life back on the campus the way that it like should be because it's been like almost six months without anybody hardly and it just becomes like very much like a ghost town when there aren't students here so yeah so just having them back has been really good of course it's like really strange to have them here because of all of the covid yeah like things that we have to follow and yeah um yeah like only one student can like sit at a table at a time and so you just feel like very spread out from everybody which is just kind of uh, yeah it's a little weird right now but just to have them back and be able to be present with them as much as we can has been has brought a lot of joy definitely a lot of stress and like 
yeah, kind of like what you said, like ups and downs with it for sure. And a lot of, there's a, there's quite a bit of fear. I think that things are going to go badly and everyone's going to go home again, but we're going to not think about that. right now. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to yeah. en enjoy the joy of having them there. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Like having the kids there just like makes your ministry so much more like real and just like gives mm -hmm. it more like it always has a purpose but like it puts the purpose right in front of you and then you're yeah. like okay yeah, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing yeah yeah that's so good I one of my students a couple of days ago she is a music major or music minor sorry um and so she's been taking a conducting class and her name's Sarah shout out Sarah I don't know if she listens but in case she does um <laughs> and I've been able to help Wait, her. shout out to her. What? Sorry, shout out to our other Sarah. Sarah. Your student who like, yeah, who yeah. went to St. Louis. She's yeah. like our biggest fan. She so. just told me today that she listens to our podcast like on the elliptical. And I think that's amazing. Oh um, my goodness. That, yeah. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> yeah, shout out Sarah. Shout out to two Sarahs. <laughs> yeah. Both Sarahs. All the Sarahs. Okay, sorry, go on. I don't think I've ever met a Sarah that I didn't like. That is good. Yeah, that was a weird <laughs> thing to say. Okay, yeah, anyways. So Sarah, I've been helping her with conducting, which is kind of fun because it's like reminding me of my time in conducting class as a music major. And like, it just brings me back to all of the emotions that come with like having to get used to being in front of a crowd of people and trying to like gain their attention and yeah it's like a huge confidence thing that's the hardest thing about it and so it's just been really fun to like try and help her and and then see her grow too and the other day she gave me this little fake plant and it has like a little sign on it and it says thanks for helping me grow and it's just the oh. sweetest thing and so now it's in my office and it's just so cute and yeah, and yeah, so that's just like one little example, but just seeing them on campus and having students there just, yeah, it makes the ministry more visible, I guess, more real, mm -hmm. because ministry is relationship, and so when you don't <laughs> have those people around, it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> no, there's always like, a clear yeah. goal, but it's just harder when you can't see it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're doing cool things, Lauren. Oh, thank Keep you. Keep it up. Number two. Those two-year-olds are lucky to have you. Oh my gosh. I hope they think that. We'll see. Today, um, we are going to be talking about the topic of prayer. Um, and yeah, prayer's like a, I mean, every time we say this, like, oh, it's such a big topic and we're just going to slice it, which is true. And that's all we're going to do today too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, simple simply like what is prayer to you Lauren like Whoa. in the in the simplest terms uh oh that's a that's a big question um prayer to me is it's a conversation with God textbook catholic yeah. school answer boom <laughs> dang yeah so I guess when I think of prayer like yeah conversation like just like the general like turning towards God like that's my like I like to think about it that way just like turning my heart turning myself towards God mm -hmm. um because sometimes it's hard to have a conversation <laughs> like sometimes yeah. it's hard to like formulate that so just like turning and being present yeah I is think a powerful prayer 
I think that word present is like the biggest part of it is just like allowing God to be present to you. It's like kind of opening up a door to him because he's always going to be present. But if you aren't paying attention to it, then yeah, I, I think prayer is paying attention to the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So going like using that, like definition of prayer um, and yeah, so today is Sunday and it's the last Sunday in August and Lauren and I were both kind of like touched by the reading and think it really like can apply to what we want to talk about with prayer today. Do you want me to read the reading or? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Do you have it pulled um, up? I do. Nice. It's on my mirror. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Okay. So it's Romans chapter 12, verse one and two. I urge you brothers and sisters by the mercies of God to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that last verse, you know, mm-hmm. really just like speaks to like how we are supposed to like be in relationship with God in our world and like how we are supposed to like interpret prayer. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like want to talk about like interpreting prayer today. So I'm like, like just curious, like, prayer is like a gift like we like when we turn our turn ourselves towards god like sometimes um god can place things on our heart and like stir things and just like really like help us um discern what the will what is the will of god like that verse said mm-hmm. um what's good and pleasing and perfect but lauren do you ever think that we can like misconstrue like what what our prayer is telling us or like what god is telling us like can we turn um turn the prayer to like satisfy our desires instead mm-hmm. of God's desires. And I'm not saying like desires that are good and placed by God, but I'm saying like desires that we have that like we feel so strongly that we're not willing to let go of um, yeah. that don't match God's desires. So like um, desires to like, to like sinful desires. Like I'm just going to be straight up and say that like yeah. sinful. Yeah. Can like, can our prayer, can we manipulate our prayer? I think so. To make it what we want. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think if we go back to like that first definition I said of prayer, of saying that prayer is a conversation of God, conversation with God, like if you think about any conversation that you have, you can manipulate what you say. And depending on if you're good at manipulation, <laughs> like if you're good at manipulating your words, you can even manipulate the response from the other person if that makes sense and so like if I came to you and I tried to convince you that stealing was a good idea or something like if I'm really good at at trying to come up with reasons that stealing would be good then I could potentially you know get you to respond in a way that maybe underneath you don't believe that I'm right, but you could say, you know, maybe whatever you say could come across to me as, okay, that was permission from Liz. Does mm-hmm. that make okay. sense? Like, yeah. 
I think that because we're human and because we can often have um, the voice of Satan (laughs) whispering in our ears as well, I think that we can be swayed by that to take God's response as something different and and Mm -hmm. see it as permission for something that we really, really, really want when maybe it's him saying not right now or this isn't good for you I have something better or you know no you're paying attention to that thing that isn't good for you but like if you just actually listen to me then I'll give you something different you know does that make sense yeah it does yeah so like okay so if like how do we detach ourselves from our desires in order to like have a clear like clearer sense of like of what god is asking of us in prayer or like yeah how do we did de- like how do we detach from that mm-hmm. i think that it takes a lot of work and also a lot of humility to be able to listen to god and and take what he's trying to tell you for what it is and not trying to fit your own ideals into it if that makes sense um mm-hmm. because ultimately god wants what's best for us and even if we don't see it like that it's kind of like i don't know i don't want to i don't want to turn it into like parental god you know where it's like oh yeah your parents want what's best for you because god is you know different than that i guess I think it just takes a lot of humility and, like, objective perspective of your yeah. situation. Like, you have to be able to look so, at your prayer and see, like, okay, what is the good and pleasing and perfect things that I am asking for? And, yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. You yeah. were going to say something. No, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, so, like, okay, I'm, I'm inserting myself in, like, the person that manipulates prayer because like I can do it too so like mm-hmm. oh yeah um oh yeah everyone does it right everyone. I probably so like I really want to like the only answer is like the sacrament of like reconciliation helps us like discern like like our sinfulness and like help help us like correct it it's like like such a gift and when I am when I feel like my prayer is like the most murky or like, like maybe I am like trying to insert like God's voice and I'm like making it up or something like that's when I like need to go to confession. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like <laughs> genuinely the answer there is like to detach ourselves, like we need the sacraments. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I really need to go to confession. <laughs> Me too. You need to, girl. I've been having so many things that are like little reminders from God. That's like, hey, you haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Maybe you should do a it. Catholic the convo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just posted yeah. something on Instagram about it. You just said something about it. Oh man. Yeah. And see, like that, that exact thing, like situation, like. I don't particularly enjoy going to confession and I can easily tell myself oh it's okay God still loves you like God forgives you ultimately like you're fine to just wait a couple weeks more but in reality God is 
like putting these little reminders into my life like he can't he's not he could force me to go or you know like god can do anything but he's loving so he's not going to make me go but he can give me like little little reminders throughout the days and once they start adding up and becoming more frequent then i have to i have to look at it for what it is and not my own desire to stay away from that vulnerability and i can see Ugh. that like the good and pleasing and perfect thing to do that god wants is for me to go and receive the sacrament of reconciliation yeah oh, and like it's a, okay they're like okay i am the worst confessor like i hate confession mm-hmm. but like i love it obviously at the same time it's like the longer we go without it the more we like make up those excuses and like the more we are susceptible to like being attacked by satan and, and like mm-hmm and like falling into like sin and like and like not only just like falling into sin but like normalizing sin in our life and like making excuses for like why we are that way like Mm -hmm. we just like fall into this just like ah and then prayer is like then we do manipulate prayer like yeah like so and we didn't even know we're gonna talk about confessions today (laughs) shoot this is good though yeah um and the more that we like normalize that sin and normalize those things in our life, then the more that we conform ourselves to this age, like that, like the reading said today, like, yeah, like we are, Paul is urging us to be transformed by the renewal of our minds so that we don't fall into that normalization of sin because God wants to transform us. He wants to transform our mind so that we can see what is good and pleasing and perfect to him. But if we continue to conform to the sinfulness and to what, you know, society tells us is good, you know, whether that is drinking in excess drugs, you know, sexual impurity, whatever, stealing things, (laughs) like, whatever that is, those are the, the things that Paul is saying hey <laughs> you're worth it you're worth the transformation of your mind so yeah. go to and confession like, don't manipulate your prayer blah, blah. <laughs> right like that is the renewal of our mind like god created our minds so that we could like discern what is good and what is not good and like i feel like that renewal does happen in confession like when we when we like deny ourselves and like Mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness and just like turn ourselves to god like like yeah mm-hmm. and we get yeah i i don't know i love yeah. this i love that first yeah wow. me too me too i think the like the easiest thing in the world is to sit there and like when you know like you're about to go to confession right it's oh, so yeah. easy I can it. to sit there and say you know, I haven't sinned in a while, actually. Like, why am I here? Like, I've heard that voice in my head so many times. And so that's why, like, I have to, like, write down. I have to, like, have a piece of paper and write down the things that I'm going to say in confession. Or else that voice will win. And I will just leave and chicken out. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, dang. Now I really gotta go to confession. <laughs> <laughs> let's hold each other accountable this week seriously okay cool um i sweat like when i go to confession i'm talking like 
sweat down my arm like mm-hmm. I know the kind like it's tr- oh my gosh like there are so many like spiritual mental like physical barriers trying to keep us from confession and that's yeah. all like the work of Satan and he's yeah. pretty good at it yeah <laughs> but don't tell him I said that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Jesus is better at saving us, so whatever. Oh, honey, he already did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dang. Wow. I, like, yeah, that's so cool that, like, I mean, we both were, like, touched by this reading, and then it just, like, it, yeah, it just turned into this whole thing, like, God, God is speaking to us, and I love that about our friendship, Lord. Aw, wow. Me too. Me too. Um, also, I think that something that is important, though, to, like, clarify and keep in mind whenever we're thinking about the desires of our hearts and, you know, trying to figure out if we're manipulating prayer or not, is that ultimately we do have good desires, too, and God wants to work with those desires, and, like, he does know what is good and pleasing and perfect to him, you know, what what his Mm -hmm. will is is ultimately going to be the best thing for us but the best thing for us isn't going to be something that we are miserable doing and i think that can often be forgotten about whenever we're trying to or at least for me whenever i'm like all right god what do you want like i'm just gonna forget everything that i care about and anything that'll make me happy because i just want to do what you want me to do which isn't Mm -hmm. good like that's not a healthy way to view discernment and to view the will of god and even in like small small things like small moments of prayer like just an example yet yeah, no friday i was sitting in adoration and i like to be vulnerable here ugh, god <laughs> god has been asking me for a long time to kind of open the doors of my heart to him and to experience some healing from past relationships friendships whatever um and I have been strongly against doing that for a long time. Just don't even want to go there. But he allowed me to open the door just a crack. And to heal very, very small things that I didn't even know were wounds. Because he knew that even though God loves me enough to heal all of those things all at once... He knows that that would cause me pain and that's not something that I want, but I do desire healing at a slow pace, if that makes sense. And so like Mm -hmm. God wants to work with you and he wants what you want. Like he wants the goodness of your desires. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or he, he gave you those good desires. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like I was thinking it might like sound hopeless, like, but like that was perfect. What you said about like, like God, like desires to heal us. And like, if we're not going to confession, like God is still like desiring us and desiring like, um, the healing of our heart. And yeah, like that doesn't, he doesn't like, okay, if you don't show up to adoration or if you don't show up to confession, he's not going to like, show you things in prayer or like yeah heal your heart 
like mm-hmm. he's still going to do those things because he's God and he works through that. But like and he loves you. You just want like a clear understand. Yeah, a clear understanding. Like go to confession and go to him. Like yeah, because he desires that too. Like and he like he lifts us up out of the mess. Like we have to remember that. Like we're all like messy people and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So all right. So this week, well, this week we're going pray. to confession. <laughs> yeah. Turn yourself to God in whatever way he is asking you this week. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, well, until next time. Which won't be as big of a gap as last time. Yeah, we're getting settled. We are <laughs> doing good. Let's see if we have a special guest next time. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. Might be we'll fun. see. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. Take it easy, everyone.